0: This is an Onami podcast. Hey, Guys! Welcome to the Pod. Welcome back. This is growing up with Devin. I am that devin, and uh maybe we've grown up together. You know, Maybe you saw me on Neds. maybe you 're just finding out who I am either way we're here to bring you entertaining conversations with meaning today i 'm talking to my man Spencer Sutherland. He's an incredible musician. If you've never heard his voice, you're gonna after this. Uh, Him and I sit down and we we talk about turning 30 and what that means. We talk about finding and honing your voice. We talk about not getting what you want when you want it. Um, We talk about our mutual friends Big Time Rush uh, and Spencer's upcoming tour and, and his teased uh, full-length album. Um, truly, this man has an unbelievable voice, and you're going to be hearing a lot more from him over the next couple years. It was a pleasure to sit down with him and uh, enjoy our conversation. I've been in the Let's do a podcast. <laughs> uh, Spencer, Hi.
1: Hello, my friend. It's great to see you, man. It's really good to see you, too. You look fantastic.
0: Thank you. You always look fantastic. You, you have a style that's evolved over the years, and it's glorious. And I want to bring the podcast listeners back to the day I met you, give a little context for this. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Sutherland and I met on an airplane. I was flying, was it from Philly back to L.A.? You were flying from L.A. to Philly. To Philly for my grandmother's funeral. And I, yeah. <laughs> a, so we, we laugh said, when we're, and we're uncomfortable. Said, oh. um, yeah, I mean, this is real. I was I was flying back from a grandmother's funeral, and I sat next to Spencer and his manager on the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spencer was a budding young singer with, I'm pretty sure, frosted tips.
1: Oh, <laughs> frosted tips. <laughs> probably some super high tops <laughs> and like a like a buckle shirt or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It was of the time. It was of the time. It was of the time. It was perfect. Uh, And yeah, we met on the plane and I talked to your manager and you like a lot of the flight and we exchanged numbers and I just Mm kind of like kept up with you over the years. And then somewhere in the last couple years, maybe like four years or something, somebody posted a video of yours. I think you were covering Smells Like Teen Spirit (laughs) and my jaw hit the floor and I died a little bit because who I met on that plane was not who I saw in this video. Y- your voice. He's an imposter. <laughs> no, no, no. Who on the plane was, was a young, undercooked artist. Yeah. And what I saw in the video was, holy shit, this Amen. dude is for real. Thank you, dude. Yeah. That's
1: very sweet of you.
0: It- it's real. That's what I felt. I saw it and I said, holy shit, this guy's the real deal. Like, your voice is unbelievable um and what your your control over it your tone and and the the songs you're choosing to cover and then the songs you're writing yourself i'm so stoked for thanks man yeah i thought it was
1: cool also i wanted to add to the story of when we met is we were sitting next to each other on the plane and we were just kind of talking about industry stuff and probably two three hours into the flight and then i think you fell asleep for an hour and then you woke up as we're like descending and I was just like, have I have I like seen you in anything? And you had a baseball hat on and glasses and just like super low key. You're like, I've, just, I've done like some stuff. Like you might have seen this Nickelodeon show that I did. And then you said the name. I was like, yeah, it's one of my shows. And I like it dawned on me that it was that that it was <laughs> yeah. you. And I was like. And I have there's a bad selfie in here somewhere of us. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's super good. I was very undercooked.
0: (laughs) So was I, man. Maybe I'll put it as the uh, thumbnail or something. But (laughs) um, so you recently got off tour with Big Time Rush? Yes. Tell me things, man. I've been waiting to catch up with you about this because I'm friends with. I was gonna say you know
1: them. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Scott Fellows, who created Ned's, uh, created Big Time Rush. (gasps) Kendall and I have been friends since. Pre big time rush, we were That's teenage homies. Yeah, we yeah. were we were like just homies in LA, like teenagers before he got on that. Carlos, I've known for years. Mm-hmm. Logan, I've known for years. Like, so I know and love those guys. Man. They're on their comeback revival tour, which looks beautiful.
1: I mean, like unbelievable. Like I, it's crazy when when some. It's been ten years since they've done shows. Wow. So like they had this tour and they're like man I hope anybody comes cuz you don't know you, you don't. really don't know you know nostalgia strong
0: but how strong
1: but like there's a difference between like nostalgia and like ticket selling nostalgia and they put like their tour on sale and they sold out Madison Square Garden
0: oh my
1: and it it was just it was insane and then um I've been friends with the guys for a couple years mostly Logan um cool and we were at the gym i was with Logan at the gym i was like hey man no pressure i know you got a lot of people coming at you would love to go on tour with you guys would love to and he said that would actually be a really good idea and like all artists say that right like artists are just like oh yeah. talk to my agent and then like two days later we had like a like a call scheduled with their manager
0: and then it just happened and um I love this. You instigated it like it didn't even yeah. come to you. You were just willing to put it out there and ask, which is something you have to do as an you, artist. You have to do. And it's – it's. but
1: I make sure to not do it – and people do it to me too in a really respectful way. It's like, hey, I get it. If you're looking for something or if you, know, you promise it to someone, just I'm interested.
0: Right. You build in like I'm not
1: – Yeah. If you don't – I'm not using our friendship. Like, hey, it's all good. If you don't, I'll wear your skin. <laughs> and I'll take
0: over your life. Oh my god, Spencer! Sorry, I just watched Dahmer on Netflix. Oh. And you, you found him to be a compelling protagonist, did you? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Um,
1: so after this, after I told him I would wear skin and stuff, um,
0: <laughs> do we have to cut that out? No, no. We're gonna leave. We're gonna leave all this in. Hell yeah. We don't have to cut anything out. Really? Yeah. Um, we don't have any sponsors yet we're fine <laughs> yeah we're good to go we have nothing to lose i have i have literally nothing to lose <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we go on this tour it, first show in the crowd is like i've never i've never like witnessed that before the, a boy band crowd is insane so we do this i do this show and i like walk off stage and i, I, I cried a little bit i was like holy shit oh my god and then I'm like, okay, after a big time rush is off, we have to go do a meet and greet. I have to like meet some people. Smart-ish. Uh <laughs> so after the show, last song, boy, 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 boy friend, done. I'm like, let's go. Me and my photographer, and my tour manager was not enough people for that. So we go to like, there's like a field area and we get there, and it just takes one person. And I, it was like a whole it was like a zombie. It was like a horde of. And I lost my ring. I lost my suspenders. I lost. They um, took. They stole from Well, they just were like you? they didn't. I don't think they meant <laughs> to, but you know,
0: they were ripping your articles of clothing you off have your those, body. Give them back to me. So you got to experience a little of like the boy band. Oh mania Beatlemania. You got to get
1: a little taste of. It was why, and then we went back to the green room, and everybody was like, "It was just like silent for a minute because we had to run back," and we were just like. Oh, I don't think touring is ever going to be the same again. Wow, that was and then it happened eighteen more times. We did those shows and wow, um, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And also, would like to add the best dudes in the world. Yes, Big Time Rush are the most awesome
0: dudes in the world. Yeah, they're super quality, good yeah. humans, and
1: they have been a, like away from it for lo- enough years to where like they're appreciating everything that's happening. Like, Oh my God, man, this is awesome. So yeah. it's really nice to see. It. I
0: can imagine if you we're all pursuing it, but I could imagine if you take enough time off it, some of the things that you'd normally be jaded about would leave because yeah. you're not, yeah, you have the perspective of realizing what a blessing some of this is and selling out like state arenas like that. Dude, that's it's crazy. it's crazy.
1: It's the same thing as like, when I didn't play a show for three years because of COVID and then I went back to the first show, you know, in 2019, I would have been like this small, smelly green room. And Now I'm like this small, smelly green yes. room. Yes. Yes. That's it.
0: important is to stay like with that perspective on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. All of this is just making me feel like maybe I should have begged Scott Fellows to be in big time rush. Maybe I messed up somewhere along the line. You look like you could. I could have I been a boy band. Yeah. I could have been a boy band. I could have been the boy man. <laughs> i could have been the the own no i could have been in it i think yeah maybe i maybe i misstepped somewhere yeah because you do you have a Back great down the line yeah i could do it you could 100 percent do it i could have sang and dance you I could have done the song i could have been a song and dance man you could have been a dance man but also you could have been a guitar man but i don't think they do do they do that does kendall get to play guitar and become, uh yes occasionally
1: he whips out the geek because yep. he can
0: play yeah, he whips out the guitar. Carlos whips out the ukulele. Lives in Hawaii. Makes oh, sense. he has to. It's his ode to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, you have your own tour. Yes. Coming up. By the time this airs, uh, I still think it'll be before your tour. I've been seeing your selling out shows. How How does that feel? Didn't expect that. Uh huh. Really didn't expect that. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's It's the thing.
1: It's the thing that I've been. Um, it's, like, the first time that I've, like, done more than, like, my goals and dreams. I wanted to be able... My, like, goal, I remember three years ago, was, like, I want to be able to do a full tour of the country and at least 100 people come to each show. Mm. And the, during the first hour, my dreams were complete. And wow. And it was in... I mean, like... Wow. Maybe I just underestimate everything because I'm just, like, shocked by everything that happens. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, it's gonna be the tour of my dreams. I mean, seven shows sold out and uh, already, and, and it's more. Months away. Yeah, we have we have months. I don't want to say how many. Cause... Yeah, exactly. Because I don't know when this will air. I mean, but, we have a day, but, but March March the tour starts. We have days left, <laughs> so you can, you can go back and I'll do ADR for you.
0: Um, wow, dude, that's really beautiful. So you set a goal. Yep. This artistic dream, you've now, you're now hitting that goal, which means your goal gets to expand, which means your dream gets to yeah. get bigger. Once you hit that rung on the ladder, you get to dream bigger and things expand. Yeah. Um, what's that like? Because I don't feel like I've hit any of my artistic goals. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I think even every I'm, one I'm of your halfway. goals. I'm only halfway. I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all are aren't we? a little bit. What's it like to reach your artistic goals and visions? <laughs>
1: Oh, man. um, the, the thing about, like, you're right. The thing about setting that, like, kind of a goal is that it just opens it up for, like, the saying of you're always going to want more is very true. So it's I real. try
0: to, like, have these two things where I'm like, I'm never going to stop. But then also, like, oh, this is pretty cool at the same time. I think that's a good balance you have to strike. You got to be grateful Weird. for what's happening for yeah. sure and appreciate this tour, your first, yeah. I mean, selling out, first time hitting it. Oh, I've but, never I've
1: never done a headline tour that ooh. is this long. I've done like a very short one. But this is like twenty-six cities, like two months. I'm gonna be in a bus.
0: I love this. I love I live for that life. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna visit you. Dude, you have to I'm gonna to. come live on the bus. This four California shows so you could just
1: whip it down the coast. Let's with me. go. I'm gonna yeah. come
0: be your roadie. Or you're groupie, depending on what you're into. Well, depending on
1: how much tequila I have, I think.
0: (laughs) Okay, me too, baby.
1: (laughs) Have you ever had tequila comos?
0: What? Have I been in a tequila coma? Have you ever
1: had tequila comos? It's a tequila brand. No. Are you sponsored? Tequila comos, the (laughs) official (laughs) tequila of my tour. It actually is. Okay, hold on. uh, But It's nice it's so nice it's mm. like it's like a like a higher shelf tequila oh i want and we have we had a bottle for every show oh that's so we had like some if might you... say
0: too much <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> luckily there's like six of us okay, so like, okay no okay
0: it's you, fine i thought it was just you and i got scared get worried yeah, yeah. For your health yeah in my mental state yeah
1: um it was funny though like the, the first show you walked in a bus and every cabinet was just bottles of tequila everywhere because we hadn't like broken into them yet i love it
0: yeah you're living the musician dream spencer yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i am what's crazy is like that wasn't me joking i was like yeah
0: yeah i mean you're like yeah you're on the path and granted you should be like i said i saw this video four or five years ago and it's like oh yeah, like you're the real deal, man. You've clearly done the work. Um, I, From what I've seen from you is you've done the work to also develop your own authentic style and your artistry, not not doing it for yeah. other people. Like it's coming through you and of you.
1: hundred percent. I, I also really appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, um, man, I see it. I, like I see the work you've done. So this would be the logical outcome is that now the dreams start to yeah. to happen and take off, you know? Well, and it, it definitely like
1: that is true. There it's that and then there's all these other like parts like that have to be happening at the same time. Like you have to have a certain like you have to have a, a certain caliber of music. The song's gotta be good. Fact. Um you gotta wanna it tour, it's a huge part. Yeah. You have to do the correct social media stuff, yep. like all this kind of stuff. And I've when 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 we met and and I was frosted tip Spencer like that wasn't <laughs> me though like I know it was like okay so I see Justin Bieber doing this thing yep and this guy doing this thing so I'm gonna be like them mm. and then and then a couple years ago whenever it was I, I had the epiphany where I was like uh I would I would like I was making music like really pop music and then I would go, like look at my Spotify and it was like Elton John Elvis Prince Queen I was like. What am I doing here? Like, what am I doing here? I mm. I want to make, I want to do that. So so over the last two years, I've just, uh, I made an album, and it's it's just like, guess it's pop, but it's not. At the same time, it's like it's like a it's like rock, and there's like some opera bits, and there's like just weird.
0: You yeah, know? That's you.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's you, man. It's authentic. But it's, it's weird because somebody could be like, hey, hey, this isn't you. Who are you? and if you're not like in that place of life you're just like uh, i don't know like you don't you don't know yeah you're the only person that can tell yourself who you are and figure it out someone could come to you like my manager could come to me and be like you need to wear this and this and this doesn't doesn't resonate unless i'm open to it or like i'm ready for that
0: yeah i mean yeah. coming from the child actor world like that was that was life was just like Hey, wear this and go to this and smile I definitely and
1: be this guy. I had a couple striped polos that I definitely got inspo from you from Nice. Yeah. The
0: the the Ned's plaid yeah. polos. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I went to Old Navy yeah, and racked dude. up. Oh, yeah. Where Land did they years... get the clothes for those for that show?
0: Probably Old Navy. Yeah. 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 Probably Old Navy's like dumpster out back or something
1: no no no, no. <laughs> you,
0: but, but you No, they layered us up nice
1: didn't you have like the long sleeve under the polo oh yeah yeah so that's where like i oh, and, yeah. or the layers baby yeah or the button-up shirt yeah. yeah
0: over a shirt yeah dude sometimes two collars like just insanity when did the show start what year 2004
1: yeah That i mean that is prime, prime. early
0: 2000s yeah. yeah did you skate during that time I was a poser skater. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wore yeah. skate brands, but I didn't <laughs> skate because I would get injured and then I couldn't act.
1: Did that happen to you one time? Did you break an arm and you weren't able to do a part in the show? Or... No,
0: no. I just always stayed away from it. My I, mom was like- I have a friend you're... that happened to She was like, things. you're going to skateboard? No, you're not. You have a season to shoot. Like, We have to go do laundry at Oakwood. Get yeah. Over here. Just like, no, you're, you're going to fall and break your face. And then <laughs> what are you doing? Do you want to act? And I'm like, I, I want to act. She's like, yeah. So- So I was a poser skateboarder. I wore uh, skate clothes, you know? Honestly, it's probably safer to be a poser. It's definitely safer, but way less cool. And uh, you don't get any girls because you're not a bad boy. You're a nice kid. Yeah. And your skateboard's just pristine. (sighs) Uh, Yeah. Never been touched. (laughs) On the wall. Um, Let me go back to the beginning with you, Spencer. What is your origin story? Um, I'm an industry plant. And (laughs) thank you.
1: (laughs) Thanks. Uh, I so I'm from Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. Pickerington, Ohio, to be exact, and always sang, always wanted to, wanted to be a singer. You know those little books you make in second grade where like you're like, oh, "My name is Spencer, and I want to be, be this." Yeah,
0: and mine was a singer. My, and I, I'm, I just, I just found mine from kindergarten, and it was, "I want to be a rock star." Dude, let's go. I have yet to accomplish this, but I also have yet to make rock music. So, just yeah. saying. I'm gonna call you. Put put it through a distortion. I'm gonna call you. Okay, yeah. go on. <laughs> you could be a rock star. you just a
1: little bit longer. Yep. And then, like, a little bit, like, shaved down here. And
0: yeah, then maybe get a nice goatee, get a nice 90s rock star going. You just gotta be covered in tattoos. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. They got the temporary ones now. That's all you need. That's all I need, baby. Everything's fake. Um. Uh, so, Ohio, you're uh, always yeah. singing.
1: Yeah, in second grade, I made that book, and I, I modeled my clothes in the photo that I drew after like Brian from the Backstreet Boys. Yes, you know, just like white. Yes, everything, and uh, yeah, and then all I, I just like I started doing Elvis impersonations in like fourth, fifth grade, um, and also I was a really husky kid, so like I did the I did 1977 Elvis for sure. You were um, a husky boy. Oh yeah, I, I actually I was. Um,
0: I ended up losing a hundred pounds, so I was like wow. really, really big. Yeah. My my friend who was really big as a child and hasn't been really big in a long time still carries a ton of emotional baggage with that. Do you? Oh yeah. Are you still a hundred? Are you still a husky boy in your in your head? I mean, when I
1: get when I give myself the chance, I can eat like you've never seen <laughs> in your life. Uh, that but, but also then you like,
0: hate yourself oh my god yeah
1: so so that I really I still have like so much body dysmorphia from it ah. um yeah doing unnecessary sprints at the gym and stuff to to it's a mix of that to escape and then, your past yeah I come running from it <laughs> now get away from me 2008 <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it but mm. uh so yeah I did Ellis personations and then love that then I got to high school and then I did I was doing musicals and the play and show choir and all this stuff and i was like man it's awesome Then it was senior year and it was time and i was playing at all these restaurants around pickerington like five nights a week and it was time to like really like start like it was like fall of senior year like what are you gonna do Mm. and i put it off until the spring and then i like was gonna go away to a university and then last minute i just was just like hey mom and dad can i be a singer (laughs) in central ohio yeah and they're like look you can do whatever you want Just go to community college. Like, go do something. So I was like, okay, that's fair. So I lived at home, did some classes, and then that lasted half a year. And then um, started doing small shows around Ohio for, like, literally three people, four people, five people, whoever was there. Like, I was putting on – no, this wasn't me, like, playing at, like, a bar. Like, I was on, like, a stage, like, doing a pop show with tracks for, like, three, four people. One of those girls actually still comes to my shows. Wow. which is super cool. It's like 2013. Wow. Um, And then, yeah, I, I started, and that's, I think where I met you like right after that, I didn't live in LA when I met you. I was right. still back and forth. And, uh, I mean, I, I really do feel like grassroots is my favorite like phrase because it's, it's how my favorite artists got started. Cause sure. there was no such thing as the, you know, social media and stuff. Sure. Um, so a lot of shit, like literally like the shows just went like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then I just started regularly putting out music. But back to what we were saying, it wasn't until I like really like grasped who I was that shit just started connecting. Because I think like, I think people have always been like, okay, like, cool. But who, like, who is this guy? Like, what does he do? Um, And yeah, when I when I figured it out, it was just like just made sense to people i think mm-hmm. it made sense to the right type of people mm-hmm. and they're like oh this is the, the thing i like if i i played my fair share of shows at like colleges where the
0: dudes are just like what the fuck is this yeah he's wearing girl clothes
1: <laughs> Why is jeans flared at the bottom
0: <laughs> he's wearing bell bottoms
1: idiot <laughs> <laughs> play dave Matthews band oh i think it's more like play Twenty one Savage. Uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's yeah. Sorry, I, I dated myself just then.
1: Yeah, that was like, well, that's like beyond
0: dating yourself. Yeah, yeah I, that's like before you were alive. <laughs> yeah, I just made myself older than you I made am. yourself <laughs> forty nine. <laughs> um, I love that man. There's so much like goodness in there and in your story and in where you're at, uh, especially when you're. I mean, this goes for anything in life, but especially on this artistic path, man. There's so much uh, pressure and reason to kind of look to the external to base who you're gonna be to get the success you want. Like that makes sense mentally; it makes Mm -hmm. sense, logic. You go, "Oh, Justin Bieber's doing that. Oh, Justin Timberlake has frosted tips. I'm gonna get frosted tips." Like for real, you. We all go through this as artists, like looking outside and trying to find ourselves so that we can be who we want to be. Um, and be successful, yeah. but life is going to show us one way or another. Like, you cannot sustain e- – even if you find success that way, you can't sustain it because it's not authentic to you. So the only way to really find that success is to hone who you are. What is my voice? What do I want to say? What do I want to feel like? What do I want to look like? Um, and, yeah, it makes sense to me that it's clicking for you, man.
1: Yeah, and and during this time, like, there are so many – I mean, you, everybody that is an artist has been through this. Like there's so many reasons to quit. There's more, there's 99 out of a hundred reasons to quit.
0: I mean, you doing these shows for three, four people that I hurts. was a
1: psychopath. Yeah. yeah. To, like, to, you to, had to be,
0: to, you have to be, you crazy. had to be psycho.
1: Like to be like, hands up. And there's two
0: girls that are like,
1: that like is you gotta kind of crazy. <laughs> that
0: is a tragic visual. I've played a couple shows and when, when, People don't turn out. The shows that are like an almost empty room, I literally, I hate it.
1: Well, yeah, it's the worst feeling I, ever.
0: I'm like, I can't perform well because I just don't feel fucking inspired by the fact that like my mom's here <laughs> and like <laughs> six people. Um, what I, am I doing this for? There's this, this is not why I'm playing music.
1: Yeah, it's 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 the, the necessary evil at the beginning. It's true. But like, there's this video that's floating around somewhere. Like, you could for sure YouTube it. But it's uh, me playing like a, I think it was 2013 Christmas concert at this place in Cincinnati, and it's one of those shows. Where there's three people there, and I am on stage, full tracks blaring. I'm doing a cover of "All I Want for Christmas Is You." I'm Mariah Carey version. Yeah, yep. And also, so to. you know how the beginning of the song starts? Uh, it's like a slow. I don't wanna love. Mm-hmm. And I have no, cl- I have no click because I didn't have, I didn't even know what in-ears were at that time. So I am so off, just trying to catch up with every like thing. It's some YouTube track that I ripped off. Amazing, you know, and is you, and then the song starts, but <laughs> but before that, is you make some noise. <laughs> it's like, <"ew!"
0: laughs>
1: and it's like out of a like Will Ferrell movie. It's so oh,
0: good, but you stuck with it. Yeah, that, that is, you do have to be a little bit of a psychopath when you're an artist in terms of holding your vision mm-hmm. and shutting out when it doesn't look like it's showing up. Yeah. Like you just have to hold yeah. on, keep doing the work, <laughs> keep getting after it. Um, Cause it hurts. It hurt for me every day. My dreams aren't in front of me or occurring. I hurt a little bit. I'm dying. A little sure. inside.
1: Yeah. 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 It just slowly chips away at you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, there's every reason to quit,
1: and then when you don't, and something good actually Mm. happens—not someone promising you something good's gonna happen—but when it actually happens, it's like a magical moment. So the Big Time Rush tour must have been magical. I wanted a tour like that, and I here the thing I—I knew this would happen. All right, like I knew that like if I got in front of the right crowd, I could I could do my own tour and i've known that for a few years but i just haven't gotten the chance and and finally it all worked out because these guys vouched for me and it
0: it's it's working out that's that's also how like the the industries work mm-hmm. is it is who you know but not in the not in the vampire way not in the way that you need to like Latch on to people. I like the vampire way. No, it's like it's your friends. It's people like that is how opportunities come. It's people you actually know who are like, "Oh yeah, I love I love him. I'll work with him." Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I just think that's. I want to work with friends a lot too, and I think that that like that doesn't happen a lot. No, people don't like. People don't give their friends a chance enough and like that proved to me i was like i have to do that to a friend like when i get to that level or even now like someone who who i really believe in yes because give them that leg up yeah yeah to think that i'm even close to a position where i could help someone get a leg up is insane yeah and really cool really cool that's like why because i got so many leg downs you know like so many for so many years not victim like saying i'm a victim
0: but no that's the path
1: yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I did. So I'm so glad I did. Cause if I would have got like that chance when when we met, I would have blown the whole thing.
0: I think about this often and I don't yeah. know where I stand. There is so much I was so close to after Ned's and so much that I wanted and still want. And I was ready for it. I was doing the work. I was I believed like I was in it. I was ready. And I've been working at it for so fucking long. Yeah, you're a true artist like that. Uh, I'm in it, man, and yeah. and the the still, I'm not anywhere close to what I I want to be doing. But I do, and, and that hurts me. It it makes me suffer. But I do wonder that same thing. I'm like, mm, if I got it before all this life experience in my twenties,
1: dude, would you be here? You know what I mean? Probably
0: like- not. I I probably I. Do you know I'd I mean? like to think I'd still be a decent human, but maybe not. It would have, it would have, I wouldn't have had as much perspective and it would have changed me probably. And I probably would not have been able to hold it as sustainably and like live a good life. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Getting what you want, it's everything. But not getting what you want is sometimes exactly how life needs to be. It's the toughest thing to like realize, too. I know. I'm still, I'm still hurting about it, even yeah. though I think it's true. Okay, growing uppers, potters, growers. I don't know what to call you guys yet. I don't know what to call the listeners yet. But uh, I am producing this podcast with Anami. Um, I know on our show here, we talk a lot about adulting, growing up, tips to get through it. Um, but Onami provides a ton of other great content uh, on the same theme. They, they're providing content and resources for our young adult setting up our adult lives. Um, there's so much to learn and they're working with a ton of great creators and their whole mission, get this, is to provide you this information for free. Thank goodness because life's expensive and inflation is getting us all, but not with Anami's content. You can go get it for free. O-N-O-M-Y dot C-O. Check out the website. Check out all the content. Um, and uh, allow them to support you in your adulthood journey. Yeah. <laughs> I still want what I want 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, for sure you do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I look back at some of those first tours that I was like, hey, you're on this. And then, hey, sorry, you're not on it anymore. And yes. I'm, I'm still bitter about them. But, I, but also what you just said, it's what,
0: I, it's what needed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my my music journey has stayed uh I don't know. Um in a strange place like uh, it never expanded like you said yours kept going up like sl- I mean with fluctuation but Very over time. Slow, yeah. yeah, but over time you saw the right trajectory which is things expanding a little bit more yeah. fans, right? Um especially as far as my live shows like it was always just small venues in la where basically i'm packing it with like friends and family which after a certain point got really tiring because i'm playing for the people who already know all of my music it's not expanding it's not getting me anywhere and then the biggest thing i got to do musically was i got the chance to open for seal for two shows jesus yeah and now that was one of those when was that this was summer of 2019 not that long ago. No. And it's so killer. It, it was amazing. That I imagine, I feel like I got to feel some of what you would have felt on the bigger tour was I went from playing like 50 to 100 person venues to 2,500 seat theaters with people there to see Seal, who's like a <laughs> legendary singer and performer. Um, and it was just me and the guitar. And I really got to see like, oh, this is what it's like when it expands. And that feeling, stepping on stage to thousands of people it's exhilarating. It's a little terrifying, but ultimately, I loved it. Like how were the experience. Fans? Everyone was beautiful. You know, I had to show up and like own my music, own me, and just a guitar. I couldn't put any yeah. band together. Like we didn't have a budget, right? Like it was just me and my guitar. So I really, leading up to the shows, my prep work was sure it was technical, voice lessons, and practicing my songs and knowing the dynamics of what I wanted to play. But the biggest work was. I need to own who I am and what my music is on this stage. The like, confidence, yeah. yeah. More than anything, I need to walk out there and know I am, like, this is who I am. Yeah. And and I'm here to uh, express something, and I'm okay with what I'm here to express. So that was kind of the work that I had to do, was, like, gaining my confidence. And then, oh, wow, this is perfect. Kind of a sad, <laughs> kind of a sad story. Met you on the way to one grandmother's funeral. Uh, oh. The night of my first SEAL show... Um I played the show and uh after the show was done I got a call from my sister that my other grandmother had died. Jeez. Yeah. Not a
1: good not a good uh Yeah, that that must be a, a wild emotional roller coaster because you're probably just so high after that show just like you know, <sighs> you know the feeling. Oh yeah, dude, I always say that I've I've never done cocaine and I was like I'll never have to do cocaine if I get to do that. If that, that's the feeling, what could feel better than that?
0: That I'm feeling, punching walls, dude. I, like, you would think that I'm on cocaine. The yes. way, yeah. The high of having done your performance for that many people and that energy and feeling that night. It. Yeah, it gets me a little high talking about, like, yeah, it's an incredible rush, an incredible high. And, yeah, then to get that news, it was so – that was a real Like, real what do you mind do? Fuck. You're just Exactly. Like, yeah, just sit and be like, wow, I'm on, like, the peak of my music career at the moment. Um, I'm literally on, I was literally on a mountaintop. The the, the the venue was called the Mountain Winery, and it was up. Oh, I know that place. That's massive. Beautiful venue. Beautiful. Up on a mountain. Uh, I was after the show with my buddy Theo, standing on top of the mountain, celebrating when I got that call. So, literally, I'm on a mountaintop and then have to drive down it and go, like, wow, life is complicated. <sighs> and then you had, and then you had another show after that. Then I had a an- yes. Where at uh, the Palms in Vegas, the Palm Theater. What a killer! Like couple of shows. It was, it was the biggest thing I've done musically. And then after that, I got super depressed, obviously, because my grandmother yeah, yeah, yeah. died, and then COVID hit. So I haven't. I, then I really kind of fell off musically. <laughs> but, but it was two of the, it was the two biggest shows I've ever played, and like a rush, and it, it, it made me better as an artist because I had to show up to it. Mm-hmm um and really stand in my shit you know yeah and, and and that
1: should be like in that'd be inspiring to me like to be like oh i could do this yes like let's go on seals next tour yeah or whoever is next to her
0: yeah i mean it, yes it was it was a uh, confidence boosting in that way of going. i be. can do this it has to be yeah i can do
1: this the crowd likes you your you could do it just acoustic yeah and you're just like you you did two shows yeah Imagine if you did 25 shows. What that would feel like. And then you go and then you probably go back on your own tour right mm-hmm, after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all this, you know, if 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 1% of 3000 people come back, what, what is that? I don't know. I 1%?
0: 30? <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. 3000, 1% yeah, would be 30, but you want if 30 people 1% be 300? 300 would be fire. Even 30 would be.
1: Like if you're playing in like Bozeman, Montana and 30 people come. Yeah. You're doing well. That's awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. But interesting. You talked about like you looked at your Spotify and you said, I'm making music that is not even the music that I love and listen to. Since that seal show, I've gone through that process of going like, I write the music that comes out of me and, and what I play on guitar this isn't actually the music that I listen to and vibe with. The music that I make is not what I listen to. So whatever's next for me, I hope it's more, I'm aiming more in the direction of like, how do I make it sound like the stuff that I actually listen to?
1: Yeah, and those also aren't mutually exclusive. Like you don't have to, you don't have to really like super vibe with the music you make in a way. Yeah. You, you gotta, gotta like it's it. it's
0: not, you gotta like it to some capacity, but I get it. It's not for, like, it's not for you. Your audience doesn't have to be who you would be in the audience for. Right? Yeah. Like
1: with that being said though, I just will drink tequila and dance around my house to my songs. Like
0: that's what's up. You yeah. want to feel that way about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You want to be like, yes, this is my shit. This is what I'm putting out into the world. So sure. I don't know. I'm still figuring out that process. Yeah.
1: But that's, th- I love figuring that out. I love figuring it out. And then like, I remember I, I wrote this song um, with with this producer, him, Storyboards. She wrote all the songs with me on the album. Um, and I was, like, really – I just – during the pandemic, I just got really into Elton John, like, super deep um, and just the way he plays. And she came over, and I was like, I just want to write, like, an Elton John song. And she played this one chord, like – You know how he plays those diminished, like, crazy chords? And I was like – it was like – adrenaline spiked mm. in me. And I was like, yes, yes. And uh, that song is on will be on the album. I can't wait. Yeah. And and it's just like it was cool to find out that what what I was going to do. I was like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do.
0: Yeah. And what's cool is it's still gonna come out you.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just
0: because you're jumping off an influence, you're not gonna mimic it. It's gonna come out yours. That's what's happened. Anytime I've like aimed at something, it still is it still sounds like my other stuff to some degree. But now we're like moving in a direction that feels well, really nice.
1: For sure. And and my two favorite artists of all time are just products of their favorite music.
0: Absolutely. You know
1: what I mean? Like Bruno Mars. Absolutely. Someone said, like, oh, people are saying like you're you you make you sound like James Brown too much, or like you sound like Stevie Wonder. Like what like what do you say about it? He's like, I hope I, I do. That. I'm trying yeah. to. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. Like, yeah. why wouldn't That would I? be great. He's like, the way that music made me feel is like
0: why wouldn't I do that? I love that. Yeah. Who are who are your music who are your other music heroes? Bruno Mars is one of them?
1: Yeah, Elvis is one. I have many Elvis tattoos. Did you like the movie? Loved, loved. Yeah. I I think my only hang up with it was that it wasn't long enough. I know it was very wow, long.
0: Wow, you I love that. Because Honestly, I wanted 12 hours. The were so incredible. Yeah. Like I yeah, I could have watched more of it.
1: Um speaking of Elvis, I I recently went and I sang at the Graceland tree lighting ceremony.
0: Oh my goodness. Um
1: and I haven't been yet. So, I spent four nights in a row at the mansion, um, one by myself, and my life was forever changed. Wow. Forever changed, yeah. It was an incredible, incredible, unbelievable experience. I mean, if this
0: is your top artist. Yeah.
1: Oh, and, and, and like, I cry like once a year. I, I know it's not very healthy, but that is I cry every You're night there. you bottled up, man. Oh, I know. I said
0: Midwest to me. I'm like, I'm a... let's talk about your husky pasc more. Let's get you to cry. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Do you need me to call you Fat Boy? Yes. <laughs> Let's work through it. Um, okay, Fat Boy. Tell me about your I, Elvis I, trip. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying you cried tears of joy because you got to experience something so meaningful yeah. to you. Yeah, and there, and and I, ha- it's
1: really cool. I have an experience that I'll never tell anybody about that I'll keep with me forever, and it was the most inspiring thing I've ever, I've ever witnessed in my life. Um, but just the whole thing, like. Uh, there were some Elvis tribute artists there that I've like become friends with, and I'm like super dialed yes. in, dude. These guys, yes, like you have this thing, and people have this thing in their head about an Elvis impersonator. Yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> these guys are flown all over the world. They make so much money. Like they are like, wow. It it's like the top tier of them, of course, not That's the person wild. that you see, you know, in Cleveland at the casino or whatever. Like this is like, it's crazy. It is like the most wild thing you've ever I'll show you after. Like it's like shocking.
0: I love this. I love this for you.
1: Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really uh my life's weird. I'm really dialed into the Elvis Tribute Artist circuit and I'm gonna <laughs> and, and I'd like to announce here for the first time that I'm gonna be a judge at Elvis Week at Graceland
0: for the Elvis oh, Tribute Artist contest. I love this. This is so fun. <laughs> and it brings me joy. Good. I love it. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. And it's Elvis, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. It's so those are my two favorites. I love The Temptations. Um,
0: sure.
1: Um Yeah, there's so many. Al Green. Yeah. You know, all the all the Motown soul stuff is just Did you watch Summer of Soul? No. Did you see that yet? No. Quest Love's documentary? No, Incredible. but it, it's crazy. I I have this weird thing about documentaries where I don't want to watch them, but once I watch them, I love them.
0: Yeah, yeah, watch this one. I okay. Mean, it's about like it's amazing. Uh it's about um a music festival that was thrown in Harlem uh, in the sixties. And we all know the Monterey pop festival. We all know Woodstock. We all know these festivals because they were archived, they were filmed and they like, that's how we know about them was they were filmed and movies came out about them. And so they've lasted through time. They're these iconic, unbelievable events that you can see like, Whoa, this was a cultural moment. And the footage from summer soul had been sitting in a basement, like, (laughs) and it was mostly black artists in Harlem in the '60s, and the footage, and the feeling, and the moment that it was—it was concerts all throughout the summer. What year is this? The performances? It's in the—I think it's '69, something like. It's in the '60s. I mean, that's like right after like MLK was oh, assassinated. Oh, it, like it's, it's deep in it, and it's felt throughout the documentary and and the time. But you got to you got to watch it because these are the artists that you love and know. Yeah, um, yeah I'm sure all via. of them. I was just... crying through most of it, but he won the Oscar. You know, people forget about it because. Uh, Will Smith slap Chris Rock, but he won the Oscar right after. What? Yeah. <laughs> you missed this? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the sequel this year. Um...
1: I don't think you're going to get a sequel because I don't think he's going back.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no.
1: Four or five years, right?
0: No. One day, if I get an Oscar, I'm going to walk on stage and I'm going to slap whoever the fuck is giving it to me. It's going to be
1: you're one and done. You're <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm going to slap whoever it is Yeah. just to bring it back, you know?
1: hundred yeah, percent. Speaking of nostalgia.
0: That's right. That's by the time I win it, it'll be nostalgic. God bless. Come on. Come on, God. Come on, God. Bring me that Oscar. Come on, God. Um, tell me things, Spencer. Um, one thing I like to ask people on the show is <sighs> we all go through experiences in our life in some cultures, it's a setup experience, okay? We call them rites of passage. It's moments that that are a threshold between when you're an adolescent and when you're an adult, when you're mature, right? Some cultures do literal rituals to like symbolize this and move you through that. We don't really have that much these days. So it looks different for everyone is, yeah, what experiences, what, what have been your rites of passage? What has gotten you through uh, going from frosted tips mm-hmm. Husky boy, to being not just your artistry, but being a man, like being an adult? Uh,
1: One of the big things is, like, we talked about some of them, playing those shows, whether I knew it or not at the time, Mm. like, giant. Uh, Sleeping on a couch for, like, four years out here on a Mm. futon. Um, But I think the things that have, like, that have changed me the most as a songwriter and an artist and really, like, set up what I wanted to say... We're actually like heartbreaking things, like like really sad things that happen in my life have always been like a fantastic catalyst for like for me really figuring out like how to write a song the way I want to write it and what do I want to say, hmm. um, which which is such an artist answer, yeah, just like like that. And now I like kind of get why like why artists uh, are, are self sabotaging because they're like I need something to write about. <sighs>
0: Man, yeah, growing up, I I always saw that trope, and I was like, you don't have to, like, suffer in life to be a deep artist. You just do the work, and you do the work. There's some truth to it. There is some truth to it. Unfortunately. Yeah, because then as I've gotten older and suffered more, it really does deepen. I'm better at stuff now. I mean, it deepens your whole experience of life, so Uh of course that deepens your art. It deepens what matters. I mean, sometimes incredibly, um, things that cause you grief, incredibly difficult situations and experience, uh, experiences, sometimes they actually make life simpler. Mm-hmm. They actually shut out all the noise, all the shit that doesn't matter goes away because you have to deal with this like raw pain. And all of a sudden there's clar there can be clarity in that. There can be truth in that. And for an artist, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, because we have so many ideas all the time, and so many influences, and so many things we love, and so many things we'd like to write about or say. Uh, it's nice to have a clarity of, no, this is really hard, and this is what I want to talk about, and this is what I want to say about the world. Yeah, yeah, th- I, I think there's probably clarity every single time,
1: whether it's like good or bad, mm-hmm. whether it's what you want to hear or not, mm-hmm. and that that's just always been like really. I don't. I don't have to be self-sabotaging because I'm like I can. I can. One bad thing can happen, and then I can just dial in for the next couple of years. So hopefully nothing bad happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can I, tap in pretty easy to like a heartbreak or like or something, you know, bad news or or whatever it is. Really, really easily. Um, you're not which, going
0: through heartbreak right now, right? You have a long-term girlfriend. Life's good. Love her. Okay. Good. Everything good, is good, fantastic. Good. I was making sure I met her. She was lovely. We you have, have. Oh, a and you life. played with our cat. cat? Yep.
1: No, I, okay. I, I I'm tapping in from I a, for a from a from a long while from ago. From an old wound. Yeah, old wound that's been stitched and reopened to get inspiration and stitched back. Oh, on. it's
0: such a it's such a thing. It's such a thing we yeah. do as artists. It's like if I heal it too much. No, no, I need something to write about. Let me cut Squeeze that. Squeeze some open. lemon juice on it. Or yeah, something, whatever yeah. Let me let hurt. me let me throw myself down the stairs a little bit. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah. It's just, but it, it's it's weird. That's cool, though, because I think that's cooler than being super self-sabotaging to where you're like, I need to write a good song. I'm going to go cheat on my girlfriend oh, or like no. that don't, kind of thing.
0: Don't be a shitty human to be a good artist. There don't, is, be, don't be a There shit is a human. line.
1: Yeah. I need to go. And this doesn't necessarily make someone a shitty human, but like I need to go do a really hard drug to feel sure. whatever that thing is. Yeah, uh, You don't. You don't.
0: Gotta. Yeah. 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 Life will bring you enough pain without it. Yeah. You don't have to seek it out. Life will bring it to you. <laughs>
1: I want to get that on a, like a mug or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Don't you don't have to go find it. It'll life will find, find you, baby. Maybe not right now, but yeah, that's what I found. I lived a weirdly blessed childhood, and then in my twenties, you know, life started to just smack me around a little bit for fun and taught me, taught yeah, me but things. But coming out of that is good. Yeah, I've like just been coming out of it, and it feels real good.
1: Yeah, dude. It that is going to like, that's just going to make the journey so much more worth it. in the next phase of your life, like after the next decade or whatever, you're just going to be like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Like what a weird twenties
0: or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. I mean, it's on me. I have needs in terms of what happens in my life. I don't, I can't, I I can't have no expectation. I have things that I need to realize as a an artist and as a man and as a person in this world, and if I don't get them in the next 10 years, my 40th birthday is going to be devi- devastating. It's going to be... It's going to be Debbie. It's going to be devi, baby. It's going to be tragic, baby. <laughs> um, for real, though. I got needs. I'm saying it now. I'm being serious. And if I don't get them, I'm going to burn my apartment down. And everyone in it. With me in it. And I'm going to wear your skin, Spencer. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, guys. This went, this went places. Seriously, I'm sick. Um... <laughs>
1: You have you have you ever have you ever heard of um tequila comos the official
0: tequila <laughs> wow weird time to plug a sponsor but i like you it No, i, was, right I after, was not i was not plugging right after... sponsor. <laughs> Our... <laughs> i'm not gonna, gonna have to try this though for real i i love tequila
1: yeah it's crazy it's so smooth
0: i'm wearing no a burn. jacket that says mexico right now so... oh hell yeah yeah D- did you get that in mexico i got it in mexico were you shooting there I have shot there, but I know I got this uh, in a mezcaleria. I was there. Um, did you like try a bunch of mezcals? I sure did. I was, That's I was, so cool. I was there in San Luis Potosi, uh, giving a talk to a college, and hanging out and drinking. And um, uh, a, f- a friend of mine who had, I had met there, uh, Eric, I believe his name is. He was wearing this jacket, and I said, I really like your jacket, and he said, Have it. That's so and cool. I said, yeah, Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks uh, man. Thanks. Another tequila for Eric. This is a nice jacket. I like it. It says Mexico and it looks nice. Uh yeah, I, I
1: first thing I noticed when I when I walked in here today was that I want that jacket. So I think that's what you have to do. It's just we gotta keep
0: giving it. I guess I gotta pass it on. No, I'm I love I, I like that he did it to me, but I've had many people tell me they like the jacket and I've thought like, Oh, I could give it to him. Actually, no, it stops here. I love this jacket and it's mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to do that. Ooh, Speaking of that kind of a thing, um, when I was at in Graceland at Elvis's house,
0: yeah, what'd you steal?
1: I didn't steal anything. Okay, I left something. Um, I have another story for you off this. That's okay. so cool. Uh, I just remembered
0: why off this. Is so it private?
1: so everything is archived, right? Okay, they have this like oil free paper. They like wrap it up in like all these. So when they bring out the Christmas stuff, they bring out the ornaments. Um, and the and they like they can't touch them with your fingers. Finger oh, oil. Man. They have gloves. We actually put some ornaments on the tree. Because it's is, like
0: Elvis's yeah, stuff?
1: Yeah, from like whatever, the 50s. 50s? Wow. Um, all the original stuff, all the original everything. Okay. And as I was leaving the last night, uh, I just felt inclined, and I took off a ring, and I went like that, put it on the table, and I w- walked away, and um, the archives team came, and they and they brought the oil-free paper, and they wrapped it up, and they put it in this box, and closed it, and they're like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah. And they're like... After this, you can't like it's not yours it's anymore. Yeah, it's literally property of Graceland. I was like, yes, I want to keep it. They closed it, and they wrote Spencer Sutherland. I said the mom on it, mom ring. Wow. Eleven, twenty-one, twenty-three. I 22. love this. Yeah, super cool. So I left, I left him a, a token of my appreciation. I love that. Yeah. How what
0: cool. It? And now it lives at Graceland.
1: Yeah. So then, yeah, it'll live there forever. Actually, that won't keep going on, but it's a gift that I gave back. I love this. Yeah. Time is weird. Time is super weird. It's also super weird in that house because it's stuck in 1977, the year he died. Yeah, and like it's so groovy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like
1: it's just like yeah, everything's carpeted and like shagged. Oh and like, yeah, there's these giant ashtrays.
0: I um, you know, I grew up knowing Austin Butler. I don't know if you know that, right? Because like, he was on he was on Ned's, Ned's, and a bunch of other shows. But like, yeah, tons I, of stuff after. But I knew him from Ned's, and I remembered him from Ned's. Yeah. And watching watching him on the screen being so incredible and going, like, this is this man's movie. Like, this is this man's performance. Like, whoa. And just looking at, like, the way art moves through time. Like, Elvis lived for our generation. I mean, it's weird in some ways that Elvis is your favorite artist. For art, like, we're...
1: Oh, I was, like, uh, the only, like kid ever in any grade of school who was obsessed. With That's movies. what
0: I'm saying. It's too far back oh. for, for our generation younger than us. doesn't even know who he is. Right. But now, this now movie, they do. Now this movie comes out and now Austin like Austin his artistry his career is acting is set because he got to personify this legendary figure and he did it so fucking beautifully and so well. Um, it's just crazy like how Elvis's life can now be relevant now and be changing an artist's life now.
1: Yeah, there were like there were a bunch of teenage girls walking around Graceland and I was like,
0: "Oh my god, like you've and been that like that had to be from the movie." Like, um, that like, had to be.
1: They they said their like median age has gone. That's so cool. It's really really rad to yeah. to be able to do that. And and doing like bringing something back from the past
0: is is a hard thing to do cuz it's not inherently like popular so it's like yeah you can't just bank on nostalgia because a ton of us i don't have a i i like it i'm aware of elvis obviously you can't not be but like i don't have a ton of yeah ton of knowledge all the performances he did i don't have a ton of like personal you don't know the dates of of
1: everything like i do not like you but
0: not like you husky boy
1: i'm a weirdo (laughs) when he was casted uh when it was down to a few people um it was like him, Miles Teller, Robert Pattinson, Harry, and someone else or something like that. And I remember being like, it has has to be Robert Pattinson. Has to be. Mm. And then when they picked Austin, I was like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Mm. You do that? Uh, God, I was so wrong. Mm. No one else could have done that part.
0: That's how I felt watching it. I said, I couldn't imagine any other actor playing nope. this role. Nope. Like, any Holy shit. And this it is
1: Austin's role. He he looked like Elvis, but it he didn't have to look li- exactly like him. No. He and it was him. It was like Dude, he embodied, he embodied it
0: in like literally his physical work was what really also, like, blew he's me away. Also so damn handsome. He's he's always been that fucking handsome. Man. But like Jesus. Dude. I know. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's a handsome man. That's a fucking handsome man. Yeah. It's upsetting.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it's a little bit. Just want to hit him, you know. I just want to wear a skin just,
0: oh god oh god wait that's where we crossed the line the third wearing tequila cool. try it see I'm getting it I'll bring you a
1: bottle next time oh please do on part two
0: okay part two yeah post tour uh, part... when, when you've become a full on yeah. drug addict yeah and, just come and back asshole
1: and I'm an hour and a half late <laughs> exactly it just all of a sudden have a British accent
0: <laughs> you do the Johnny Depp.
1: yeah it was Ronny. amazing what do you want me to say yeah, my my British goes really
0: Johnny Depp. Yeah, his does too. Even though he's from Kentucky, he's from for some reason, Kentucky. he sounds like he's from the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. I'm just from where you know, Your Honor. I was born boy. in the hills of Kentucky. My father was a moonshiner. Is that what he said? No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my buddy, my buddy Mark played Johnny Depp in the in the the Tubi like I can't believe they made a movie about the Tubi. trial they made a movie of the trial like a month after the trial is which is yeah it's it's on Tubi it's insane I can't believe they did that but my buddy Mark played Johnny Depp and he had to do the cadence I thought he nailed it it was great it's it's a
1: specific uh impression to do it is so specific it's very specific his cadence he really it's just Jack Sparrow too. it's very close he just Jack. turned into Jack Sparrow <laughs> yeah yeah like kind with of a little bit him. less of a British accent he's just He's kind of
0: British Jack Sparrow. Kind of. Hair style, hair, the way he moves. The, yeah, it's the like charm, the charm, the charm for sure.
1: I, I, what, how old is he? 56, 57, something like that. Sure. I would like to like be that vibe when I'm that age.
0: Yeah, you're on your way.
1: Thank you How very old are you? Much. 30.
0: 30. Did you turn 30 this year? Yeah.
1: Just yeah, 2 months ago.
0: Okay, see, I'm 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 a, I'm a little <laughs> Let me let, uh. let me tell you a story right quick.
1: Yeah, we do like late 90s um, rap. Like what Will Smith. I, what
0: I wanted to say was you, Parents just don't understand. <laughs> what I wanted to say was I'm a little upset because you turned 30 while things were kind of flourishing. You were on the big time rush tour and then Literally when I turned 30. And then selling out your first headlining tour. Right? Yeah. Beautiful. I turned 30 during the pandemic after pitching the Ned's Declassified reboot for a few years to try and scrape some relevance in this industry for myself. Who the hell? And them passing on it. And I turned 30 in the pandemic, nothing happening. None of what I wanted to accomplish in my 20s had happened. And the world was shut down and I didn't see a path towards any of it. Um, so I turned thirty and it hit me really hard. It hit me like a kick in the nuts. But yours sounded like it was probably pretty celebratory and, and magical. I never like I've never once been like, oh my god, I'm turning thirty. Like I've oh
1: my god, I'm turning thirty. Oh my god. <laughs> but I've never been like weirdly just like never I don't know. I, I feel like you're you're as old as you wanna be.
0: I felt the Spencer, I felt these things. Okay, I still do. I felt two months into being. 30. I felt these things. I was like, I didn't get why everyone always talked about thirty in a particular way. Like, oh, it hits different. You feel different. You sound just like them. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I never. Got, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you just age, and it's fine, and it's just what you make of it. And even ter- going into that birthday, I was like, yeah, whatever, it's all good. And then it hit, and then I started to think about my life. And I started to go. I ha- I am not where I want to be. I'm not uh, factually. I am not where I want to be, and things have not gone how I wanted them to go. And uh, that's when I think that's when thirty starts to hit you. And I think it hits a lot of adults this way. Is because you go. Yeah. What am I do? What am I doing? Yeah. What if? What is everything I thought was going to happen in my twenties? What does it all mean now that it hasn't?
1: Well, because like technically you're an adult in your twenties, but you're not an adult. You're not, and like I feel like I'm not even an adult. Also, just being in entertainment, we're yeah, just we're, really we're perpetually Peter we're Pan. idiots Yeah, um, like I have a friend who's almost fifty.
0: Mm-hmm. Same.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I've we got, hang I've got out. Long, like we're yeah, just yeah. like, hey, you want to get a drink? And like I just in in living in Columbus, I would never even think it'd
0: be weird. Yeah, you'd be in a different.
1: But he's an actor. And I'm just like it's just he's a kid. He's yeah. more immature than me. So
0: like yeah, we're we're eternal children. I hope.
1: Yeah, but uh, but just maybe like biologically, when you're at that point in life where you've lived enough life to be considered an adult, starting to be an adult, at like. You're just like, what is what is the meaning of anything? Like you start to have that question instead of just like no, you know, I, dumb I get
0: stuff. I get why I why I have seen adults um, have this <laughs> this dull deadness in the back of their yeah. eye. Life has just taken a little little spirit from them. I I I get it now. Yeah, all the spirit. Enough time, enough enough. Not getting what you want is good, but enough of it. Might just might just break you for a
1: while. Yeah, and, and forever if you're not careful. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where's that tequila, bud? Where is it? Uh bring it. What are you talking about the tequila comos? <laughs> They're gonna become my sponsor now. They might send you something. Tell them to hit me up. Dude. Tequila comos. Although tequila, we do record Tomos. this podcast. Pretty often during the day and the early afternoon. So if we start drinking on the show.
1: Shit, we're going to go downhill real Then we're high.
0: really living the LA life. Yeah. That we was, really it was, are not adults.
1: It's funny because you've been on my podcast. Yes. Wins Lunch. And um, we started doing it at like 1.00 or two and we would pour over coffees and then we did one at like five and we had like a couple of, of drinks and then we were like oh that was That's so more fun. easy yeah so then we started scheduling them all for like five six seven something like
0: that. i like it that was a good vibe we hung out on your balcony and watched the sunset and drank it was fantastic
1: the only problem is is when you do like four in a week and you're just like you've been drinking all week yeah yeah it's like oh man it's not even the weekend yet and i'm
0: yeah, that definitely happened during the pandemic for me. Just Everybody, like, every single person. Th- yeah, I think most people is like, you woke up at a certain point months into the pandemic and was like, hmm, I've been drinking every day. That's probably not a lifestyle I want to continue.
1: Yeah, and like not just drinking like drinking. Ex-, ex Not just a glass of wine. A there bottle were, no, of there wine. were
0: no rules, baby.
1: There were no rules. No rules,
0: no consequences. Yeah, no rules, no
1: consequences, only liquid. Um. So you fared pretty well during the pandemic. Uh, I I fa- I definitely was like had my super anxious depression bouts, like everybody.
0: Okay, good, good. I'm just making sure you feel things and aren't a psychopath.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, I I found out who I was during the pandemic, which was huge. Mm. What Very. What do you mean lucky. by that? Very lucky. That's when like I, I I was just I had that realization of like mm. who I wanted to be in as as an artist and. This is when I bought my first pair of bell bottoms. Oh my and, uh, God. I know it's crazy. That was your
0: rite of passage. It, it, it,
1: I'm not even kidding. It was a massive I get it. Game changer. No, I, I bought them. I didn't wear them for like two weeks. I was like, cause they're like It's a look. You know, because I'm I'm I've always wanted to have a, a white jumpsuit like Elvis. Like I wanted to have like that. And I've always wanted to have bell bottoms though they're so cool as a little kid. So I bought them and I wouldn't I didn't wear them for a long time and we we're going it was when like things like opened up enough, to where you could go to like Blue Bottle Coffee, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna walk to Blue Bottle. I'm wearing these. And I put them on, and I walked on the road, and I was like looking around, like, what do people think of me? I'm not used to wearing that. I'm just wearing skinny jeans, and yeah. And this guy stops me, this like, this like, daddy goes, hey, thank you. And I was like, what? He goes, for bringing those back. Thank you. You look great. Yes. And I was like.
0: Oh, you got to help out the way. Yeah, you got a little strut in your step.
1: I did. You started I for sure. Did. Those hips. I did. Yeah, daddy. I started throwing that thing around.
0: <laughs> uh, I get it. This is beautiful because, as much as we're talking about, like, yeah, you have to be authentic uh, as an artist, being an artist is also a projection, it's also a mythos. You also like, have to have this. Yeah this thing and what you wear and how you dress and maybe your hair. It makes and the me rings feel like wear. the artist that I am. Yes, you do. Yes. You do have to like embody it and, and have symbols of it. I mean, Elvis has the fucking jumpsuit. Like it's a super, it's larger than life. It's a thing. So I get, I get it. Your first pair of bell bottoms was like this, like superhero putting on his cape. But it was just you, just it was squeezing those hips into that bell bottom. <laughs> just listen to ABBA, just going crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, this is good. This is this is good. I, I again, I've watched it occur over social media, and it felt authentic. It didn't feel. I was like, yeah, Thanks. dude, hell yeah, rep your style, boy. And I, also,
1: if someone didn't think it felt authentic, I've gotten to the point where I've been like, I am out. See you later. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want like. I don't care. It's, yeah. It's I mean, honestly,
0: I you've gotten to a point where you can sing so well, you could tell everyone to fuck off ju- for just about everything. You know what I mean? Did, <laughs> do you just do runs all day? Do you just sit at I home? I do a lot of runs. Do you just sit at home and
1: run your voice? I run so much that my girlfriend gets really annoyed. But I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. I do the, th- the same one over again. She's like, honey, I love you. I just.
0: I want to die. <laughs> I can't. It's I a sh- pandemic, and I'm losing my mind, Spencer. God,
1: if you lived with me and you heard me do my vocal warmups every oh, day. Oh, because vocal,
0: vocal warm-ups aren't supposed to sound nice. They're no, not, no. They're, they're not loud nice. and like, you you're, Yeah, you're strengthening yeah. your voice. It sounds weird as fuck. Sorry to the sound engineer. That was probably really... Yeah, Jeff's bad. bleeding from the ears now. Oh no, nah, he's fine. He's fine. It's, no, just, it's just chocolate. No, nah, even, even, your, even your bullshit singing sounds nice, Spencer. You like that one? <sighs> uh thanks
1: yeah thank you but yeah no that's I, way too nice
0: I do think when you reach I do think you want to reach a certain point in your craft where you do feel not like you actually are going to tell people to fuck off but where you have that confidence in you where you're like no I'm like I'm real I'm yeah. real, I'm out here I'm not an imposter I can fucking do this well I definitely
1: I definitely feel I definitely feel that now and it's it's kind of the same thing as like as an artist for sure not really as an actor as much but as an artist as a singer songwriter you are if you're not like really really famous you are just um compared to other artists all the time mm, facts so mine's Shawn mendez and harry styles all the time yeah i think people have a hard time um understanding like someone that they're like what why do you have on nail polish is it because like sean mendes and harry styles wear nail Mm. polish is that why you know what i mean Mm. is Um, that why well (laughs) i don't want to toot my own horn but yeah uh mostly david bowie but yeah yeah.
0: exactly it's been done
1: but it's but it it, it keeps being done like over and over by different yeah um i don't know no until you
0: have your own no until you have your own
1: massive success massive
0: success People are just gonna compare you, anyways, until yeah. it's like, oh no, you're like Spencer Sutherland. You yeah,
1: know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people even do it even if you have massive success. Greta Van Fleet is this awesome well, band. Hold on,
0: that's a very specific case. They are an amazing band. However, they do sound and look and look and embody Led Zeppelin.
1: Sure. Also, and it's
0: impossible not to compare them. But to also, them. fuck yeah. Oh, ex- exactly, right, fuck right. Yeah. but they are a very specific case because they. You're right.
1: That's a little too specific. That's
0: so specific. Like you, you aren't literally doing Harry Styles. You're doing. I'm your not own an shit. impersonator, right, yeah. right, right, right? And they're not literally doing Led Zeppelin, but goddamn, they're using the same sounds, the same tones, yeah. the same rhythm, the same singing. Like, yeah, they're doing some shit. But I love, I love them. Don't get me wrong. Big, that, that's big what I'm. Greta Van Fleet fan.
1: That's what I'm so like. I see a lot of like hate comments on their TikToks and stuff, and I'm like, dude, but also like. They're not doing the thing that's done all the time. They're doing this like... No one's doing no that. No one's doing that, and it's awesome. I think it's so cool. And
0: you're going to see, hey, social media, man, I've gone through ups and downs with it, but really, you can't You can't think the opinions on social media represent the majority of the opinions in real life, because it's just different.
1: I can't take a lot of meaning from user 99Q74 saying, yeah. you suck. Yeah. Or are you wearing a skirt or whatever they fucking yeah, go, say to me? Yeah, go put
0: on a skirt, boy. Go put on a flannel, boy. husky boy. <laughs> go put on a flannel fatso. <laughs> yeah, no, social media, man. It's not it. No. Uh you have to play the game though, right? You you get in there with it.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, does, I, it's it, could, does it depress you or do you love it? I lo- I do love it. Good it man. turns into a job sometimes, but uh that was a giant part of of stuff connecting to um I'm sure when you're around and people are like, "Hi, hi, can I get a picture or whatever it is," that's the first time. This is the first time in the last like year or so, uh, because of TikTok, that people are mm. like, "Hey, it's cr- hi, I follow you on TikTok. Can I get a picture?" I'm like, "Me?"
0: It is. We are seeking validation, and it is a nice validation when someone's like, "I know you, and I want to take a photo it's with you." It's so cool, and yeah, you go like, "Oh, I'm doing what I want to do." If it's we were, working.
1: if we were Brad Pitt and Jonah Jip, it'd probably get really annoying. Oh yeah, yeah, but. We can go at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's okay. It's it it so happens every
0: now and then. And you go like, I, I, literally sometimes I'm like, cool. I'm still d- like, it's working. What I'm doing like, not that I'm seeking the fame, but someone coming and saying they know your stuff and they love you is like, oh, cool. I'm, I'm in it. I'm in the game. Yeah.
1: It's I'm really, really cool. I, I'm I'm still at the stage where it's like I'm, I get, I like smile. I'm like, yeah. You
0: get it's over good. here. Can I have one with you too? <laughs> well, it's not gonna be for long. You're you're gonna the trajectory's only gonna keep going up, my friend.
1: Thanks, dude. Yeah. I also stick out like a
0: sore thumb, so That's true. I'm like six three. And... That's true. You're tall and you dress the way you dress. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's definitely fair. I love it. You but dress yeah, you
1: the you way don't... you dress is so true.
0: <laughs> yes, you just you dress in a way that stands out. You're not blending in. Yeah, you're not blending in in bell bottoms and like a no. a, a tight shirt. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I went home to Ohio a couple weeks ago. Oh,
0: now there you're really. Gonna stand <laughs> I look out, like a bud.
1: like a like a clown with face paint. Um, <laughs> I walked into my brother's house. He's like, "Whoa, those <laughs> pants are something."
0: <laughs> yeah, because we... they're
1: not light washed jeans or you know
0: yeah we we live in our la bubble i know, bubble.
1: Dude, I know. I, i've you are very much reminded when you're on tour oh i bet if even in like i mean you're you're cool in new york kind of chicago yeah. but as soon as you go to like anywhere else literally anywhere else yeah
0: and you have your nails painted as a man
1: oh geez looks yeah. baby a lot of looks a lot of looks a lot of looks if you're in texas and you get out and that
0: yeah it's all right yeah it's all right Oh, I, yeah, I'm breaking I, gender norms, baby. Somebody's got to do it. And I'm the only one. No. I, I remember I, I, like like, I remember driving back from Burning Man one time. I was like I was I hadn't showered in, you know, 10 days. I was covered in dust. I was wearing something strange. My my nails were painted. Uh I got a flat tire. We had to go to like this tire shop in the middle of rural California, which is not a progressive place. And uh I remember I was like nervous about whatever mechanics I was gonna be dealing with and their looks. And I definitely got looks, but I didn't I didn't get the judgment or like hate that I was afraid of. It was kind of a nice surprise. Like they were they were looking. They found it amused. they I think they were more amused. And then they were totally cool with me. I've got it to, was a nice surprise.
1: I've gotta be honest and agree with you because I, I, I do wanna say that from what I was joking around about earlier I do get a lot of looks, but I don't get like hate. What The fuck are you doing? Yeah, I've I've gotten a couple things, and it's usually by a college dude in a snapback. Yes, it's who's never... dealing
0: with his own yeah insecurities and yeah. feeling
1: irrelevant and feeling like he needs to be cool. Yeah, and it's at a show where like you know what I mean, like that yeah. that has happened before. But yeah, I don't get I don't really get hate. It's it's just that like oh this new thing blew into town. I've never seen like yes. I've never seen painted nails also like you haven't showered like your hair is probably crazy yes. like this is
0: interesting oh yeah this is weird this is not the norm and then you yeah, expect it's not hate. you expect that to be met with hate which sometimes it is but honestly in my experience mostly not mostly not yeah some looks for sure some weirdness for sure but some some i don't know curiosity at least
1: yeah yeah i think i, Amusement. I, I think some of the like this speaking of america like some of the south gets a bad rap because new orleans and memphis and all those places rock yeah people are the best yeah there's shitty people everywhere but yeah yeah truth yeah super cool people and when somebody at a restaurant a woman calls me honey uh i melt you love that i love um, what can i get you honey oh dude say i mean like take me home I'll Tuck give Tuck me into bed. What can I give you?
0: Give me a kiss on the forehead. Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> I mean, seri- that's how it makes me feel. It's just like, it makes me feel so like, uh,
0: well, it's like a massage. Well, honey.
1: Yeah, oh, if it's a well, honey, or a, like, what can I get y'all? This is, yeah. Now
0: we know. You hear that at home? Now you know how to talk to me, how to make Spencer <laughs> melt. Call and, me, honey. And now I know how to make you melt a little bit of tequila. Call you, honey. Just a killer Compliment your bell bottoms. Yeah, and we're going places, baby. Yeah, we're going everywhere, baby. Okay, hey, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a it's been a darn pleasure, my friend. Don't say it. Thanks. thanks for coming on. That's that's it, baby. Actually, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up with some essentials. Okay, we're gonna do fire them off as quick as you want. Essentials list. You've kind of gone over it, but just reiterate. Top three musical artists. Elvis
1: Presley, Bruno Mars, Queen.
0: Okay. Essential movies for Spencer Spencer Sutherland.
1: Spencer or Spencer?
0: Whichever you prefer, baby.
1: Because Spencers, I'm not allowed to say. Okay. But I will say Spencers. Go on. Uh, Back to the Future. Love it. The Goonies. Love it. There are so many. I'm going to have to go to Jailhouse Rock. It's an Elvis movie.
0: Wow. Okay, I haven't seen Jailhouse Rock. I have seen Goonies and uh, Back to the Future, obviously.
1: And then Ferris Belows it right there. Okay, there's four. Five. Yeah.
0: Um, essential heroes, non musical. Yeah, it's good to say that. Cause, three, three um, non musical. My dad. Hmm. Nicholas Cage. What an answer. And Oprah. All right, didn't I? I could have seen your dad coming. Didn't see those last two coming at all. We could expand on these, but there's not enough time. That's for part two. Steve Holy Harvey shit. also. Holy shit! Okay, you just keep. Okay. Sorry, I love them. Man, like these are great people, but I did not. Ex- Nicholas Cage, Oprah, Steve Harvey. Okay, uh, I have so many questions, but I'm gonna save them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my mind is reeling. Uh, okay, three. <sighs> Nicholas Cage, Oprah, Steve Harvey. This is That'd be a amazing. hell of a dinner, too. What I'm a dinner. I'm just sitting there. What just... a dinner. Yeah, honestly, I would I would pay to just serve at that dinner. Um, okay. Uh, what w- 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 three essential television shows?
1: Might um, come off as a little basic here. No, be basic. Uh, the Office. Yep.
0: Seinfeld. Yep. Stranger Things. Amazing. Obsessed. Okay. And lastly, three essential. Parts of your routine for your own well-being. The gym. Absolutely. For sure. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, vocal warm-ups. Packs. For sure. Yep. And an egg white omelet every morning. Egg whites. You take out the yolk? Um,
0: Not all the time. Don't be scared. There's nutrients in there. Sometimes I do five whole eggs. Good man. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. You on the grind. All right, Spencer. Well, um, you're a legend. I can't wait to see what happens for you. I can't wait to hear how this tour goes.
1: Thanks, dude. Um,
0: it's the first of many. Uh, can't wait for the album. What's the album? You, you got a, you got a name? Got uh, a name I
1: it? I have all that. Haven't announced it yet. Perfect. Let's. Yeah. But, save it. But the tour is the In His Mania tour, and we're out March and April probably somewhere near you it's in every major city you're coming to the la show okay you I'll have be there. to come i'll be yeah, there it'll be fun do you know what day it is uh april 27th at the okay. belasco oh i love the belasco so cool there. yeah
0: cool place um
1: it. cool thank you for having me on yeah and you're so talented and you're just such a good dude and thanks man I, and this is super cool and i'm just glad to be your friend
0: me too man yeah thanks um, good luck with everything god bless everyone listen to his music it's the real deal
1: god bless everybody and remember uh, drink tequila comos
0: yes it's um, our unofficial sponsor of the podcast uh <laughs> <laughs> perfect Thanks for listening to that Anami podcast. Anami is a creator-led educational platform that teaches you the things you wished you learned in school so you can thrive in adulthood. Anami lessons are completely free and they're taught by some of your favorite creators from around the internet. Head to Anami.co to start learning about things like budgeting, investing, taxes, how to thrive in your relationships, how to find your dream job, and so much more. That's Anami.co, O-N-O-M-Y.co. See you there?